0: New FBI documents show how agents squeezed Leonardo DiCaprio and Kim Kardashian for 1MDB secrets. Inside, the U.S. government's effort to unravel a giant financial fraud with some help from the celebrities who got paintings and bags of cash from a friendly future fugitive named Joe Lowe. By Anthony Cormier, Jason Leopold, and Matthew Campbell. Leonardo DiCaprio was struggling to remember some of the details about his relationship with financier Joe Lowe. In an office on Sunset Boulevard back in April 2018, an FBI special agent, an IRS investigator, and three Department of Justice prosecutors started off their interrogation of the movie star with gentle questions, according to an FBI summary of the interview. They spoke about his acting career, his charity work, and his production company, Apian Way. Soon the interview turned to Lowe, the tycoon accused of orchestrating the looting of billions of dollars from Malaysian sovereign wealth fund 1MDB, whom DiCaprio had met in 2010. Lowe had lavished the actor with gifts, partying with him across the globe and financing his 2013 movie, The Wolf of Wall Street. DiCaprio recounted to the agents that the relationship began in a nightclub. He'd been told that Lowe's money came from an unknown whale of whales in Abu Dhabi, he said, and that Lowe was the Mozart of the business world. Only later, around 2015, did federal investigators target Lowe in a multi-billion-dollar embezzlement probe. He didn't reply to a request for comment. As an FBI agent presented DiCaprio with emails and documents, the actor's memory became less clear. He didn't remember discussing one of Lowe's companies with him, even though DiCaprio had once described Lowe in an email to a potential investor as my friend and the CEO of that same company. When he looked at another email, DiCaprio told the agents it didn't look like something he would write. He thought he might have cut and pasted it. DiCaprio was sure his managers had vetted Lowe before working with him on the Wolf of Wall Street, but he didn't recall what the background check had found. Lowe's connection to DiCaprio and other celebrities has come under renewed scrutiny as prosecutors prepare for the criminal trial of hip-hop legend Prakasrel Praz Michelle, a member of the Fugees. Michelle stands accused of directing foreign money into Barack Obama's 2012 presidential campaign and lobbying on behalf of Lowe and the Chinese government. Among the bright lights on Michelle's potential witness list are DiCaprio, Obama, former President Donald Trump, and hotel magnate Steve Wynn. That Lowe liked to party with actors, record producers, and models is no secret, nor are the paintings, supercars, and cash he gifted them. But previously undisclosed FBI documents reviewed by Bloomberg Businessweek offer a deeper accounting of those deals and show how federal agents squeezed celebrities and their handlers for information about Lowe. Kim Kardashian, for instance, told the FBI in February 2019 how she'd met Lowe and partied with him in Las Vegas. He'd given her fiancé at the time, NBA journeyman Chris Humphreys, $100,000 for fireworks at their 2011 wedding. Years later, he offered her a work by Basquiat, prompting her then-husband, Kanye West, to ask for a Monet. To mess with Lowe, because both Kardashian and West found Lowe to be very fickle when giving gifts and never expected to actually receive a painting. The agents wrote, A representative for DiCaprio declined to comment. Representatives for Kardashian, Humphreys, and West didn't respond to detailed messages seeking comment. Kardashian also recounted an unusual money transfer. According to the FBI summary of her interview, she and others, including Wolf of Wall Street co-producers Riza Aziz and Joey McFarland, were at a casino in Las Vegas with Lowe. The group played Baccarat in a private room. At 5 a.m., Kardashian was ready to leave, but a friend told her to drink some coffee and stick around, because he'd heard stories of Lowe giving people chips at the end of the night. As the gamblers screamed, monkey, Baccarat lingo that basically means, I need a 10 or face card, Kardashian called out which bets to make and won a big hand. She tried to turn the winnings over to Lowe, but he told her to keep the chips, by then worth $350,000. She told the FBI that when she went to the casino counter to cash out, she was handed $250,000 in a trash bag full of $100 bills. Kardashian put the trash bag full of cash in her carry-on bag and boarded a Southwest Airlines flight back to Los Angeles, FBI agents wrote. She collected the other $100,000 again in a trash bag full of cash during a later trip to a party with Lowe in Las Vegas. The FBI task force interviewed not only A-listers, but also the middlemen who serve the world's most famous people. Ralph DeLuca, a memorabilia broker, told the agents how he sold associates of DiCaprio and Lowe $10 million in vintage movie posters. Famed jeweler Lorraine Schwartz recalled bringing a diamond to a yacht in Monaco for Lowe to examine and crafting a necklace worth more than $20 million for the wife of Malaysian Prime Minister Najib Razak who was sentenced to prison in connection with the 1MDB scandal. Her lawyers have said she didn't request the necklace and never received it. Lowe once told Schwartz not to tell other people about the purchases he made from his own account, the FBI reported. Schwartz thought this was because Lowe did not want people to know how much he was spending on gifts for others, especially Miranda Kerr. Kerr, a supermodel, briefly dated Lowe. She turned over gifts he'd given her to the government representatives declined to comment for this story. DeLuca and Schwartz didn't respond to messages. But Special Agent Robert Hoykling of the FBI's International Corruption Unit did want to know. By September 2019, after leading a global hunt for the billions Lowe and others had allegedly looted, Hoykling and his colleagues were after every dollar they could find. They were still eager to haul in more celebrities to build a case against Lowe and figure out where the stolen funds had gone. Been thinking a bunch about Swizz, he wrote to colleagues, referring to acclaimed record producer Swizz Beats, who didn't respond to a request for comment. I think we need to bring Kerr to the grand jury. One celebrity drew more attention from investigators than the others. DiCaprio, whose relationship with Lowe extended far beyond parties and largesse. Agents collected thousands of BlackBerry messages and emails between the two and their associates, they built a spreadsheet of all the gifts Lowe had given to DiCaprio across five years and the $6 million he pledged to his charity. They reviewed photos of the two wearing tuxedos at an event, signing paperwork, and standing in front of a Basquiat Lowe donated to DiCaprio's charity. What emerged from the FBI's investigation was a picture of how close the men became. The movie star introduced Lowe as my man, and the investor called DiCaprio el dog. Their mothers had met. DiCaprio connected Lowe with his friends in the art world, technology and real estate, and the pair traded ideas about a megafund of $1 billion for more films, a Warner Brothers theme park in Asia with rides based on DiCaprio movies and the development of an eco-friendly resort in Belize. I was working for him, DiCaprio later told a grand jury, and that business also translates into being social. And so we saw each other more and there was more interaction. Often in the middle of those interactions was Rick Yorn, DiCaprio's manager. A powerful figure in Hollywood, Yorn represents a roster of A-listers, including Jennifer Lawrence and Justin Timberlake. They haven't been connected to the Lowe affair. A representative for Yorn declined to comment for this story. For his biggest client, Yorn dreamed of a transformative deal and saw Lowe's billions as a way to unlock it. Need to talk about what I think is the cracking of the code structure deal for you. Yorn wrote to DiCaprio in December 2013. Been working on it quietly with a few people, and I need to take you through it. Could be a game-changer. I'm hesitant to tell Joe about it now, but I think I might give him a taste. It's unclear what kind of arrangement Yorn envisioned, or whether it was ever set in motion, but he later wrote back to DiCaprio, I took Joe through it. He gets it, big time. Yorn became a hands-on negotiator and peacemaker, working directly with Lowe. At one juncture, Lowe groused about Wolf's budget to Yorn, telling him to work your magic and persuade director Martin Scorsese to cut costs. At another point, when the deal seemed on the brink of falling apart, Yorn wrote to Lowe's team, I wish it could cost less. It's not for lack of trying, and the $95 million budget just can't be done. I wish it could. We will be close. The emails show Yorn saw Lowe as a potential partner in future deals. He told DiCaprio he would love to get Joe and the boys to invest in a Cameron Diaz picture, and credited Lowe with inspiring a $30 million cash offer from Aziz for DiCaprio to star in two other films, The Brigands of Rattleborg and Papillon. None of those deals worked out. Aziz didn't respond to a message requesting comment. Like DiCaprio, Yorn became part of Lowe's social circle, visiting his yacht in the Mediterranean and planning to join the financier at a party in Las Vegas. Reflecting one night on Lowe's relationship with another supermodel, he wrote to DiCaprio, What a world, Elle. What a world. Even after the DOJ announced plans to seize Lowe's assets and the rights to the Wolf of Wall Street, the financier continued to pitch Yorn and DiCaprio. When Lowe pestered DiCaprio about a Chinese film fund, DiCaprio told agents he'd use his manager as a buffer. Buddy, I know you don't want to deal with Joe Lowe on this China deal. He wrote to Yorn in August 2016, but by not engaging with him or contacting him back, he is constantly contacting me. Again, this is now falling in my hands. I'll do whatever you want. Yorn responded, "I will deal. Just wanted some space." I told him after Labor Day, "I'll talk to him. I'm just protecting us." Later, Yorn wrote to Cabrio, "I texted Joe, brother. Are you having fun? We should rent that island out with a bunch of hotties." DiCaprio told the FBI he wasn't exactly sure where Lowe's wealth came from. He said it was the responsibility of Yorn and DiCaprio's entertainment lawyer to look into him. DiCaprio said that his publicist, Sean Sachs, had hired someone to conduct a background check on Lowe, but that he didn't thoroughly read it. Usually, DiCaprio relies on his reps to read the reports and give him an okay to continue to work with someone. In this case, his reps gave him the green light to continue to work with Lowe. FBI agents wrote. During the interview, they pressed DiCaprio on when he became aware of the growing suspicions surrounding Lowe. DiCaprio lives in a world of rumors, they recounted, so he did not take any of them seriously until the main negative news stories about Lowe came out and his team told him it was now serious. And as news stories began to emerge about Lowe and 1MDB in 2015, something else had fractured the relationship, DiCaprio was planning a fundraiser in Saint-Tropez, France, for his foundation. Lowe promised to donate a piece by the artist Roy Lichtenstein. As the deadline grew near, the piece still hadn't shown up. Lowe promised it would be there, but it never arrived. DiCaprio had to pull it from the auction. DiCaprio started to distance himself from Lowe after this, the agents wrote. He was embarrassed. Prosecutors filed a sprawling forfeiture action against Lowe's assets in July 2016, seeking to seize real estate, artwork, and the rights to the Wolf of Wall Street. About a year later, DiCaprio's attorneys met with federal agents to hand over some of the gifts the actor had received, including a first edition of The Great Gatsby and the Oscar statuette Marlon Brando won for On the Waterfront. During a meeting with prosecutors and FBI agents, DiCaprio's attorneys asked the DOJ to take all steps possible to minimize DiCaprio's connection to any upcoming forfeiture complaints the government may file. They also drafted a press release and asked that prosecutors put it out to thank Mr. DiCaprio for providing substantial assistance. The government declined the request. It can be hard to see the challenges that people we work with every day are going through. I'm Holly Robinson-Pete. Join us on The Visibility Gap, a new podcast presented by Cigna Healthcare. Download it wherever you get your podcasts. Join Bloomberg in San Francisco or virtually on May 7th for the future investor